When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fancy Football Scout. Here we will discuss the best options for the captaincy for game week seven. My name is Joe and joining me each week this season to discuss the best armband candidates is Fancy Football Scout Deputy Editor Tom Freeman. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Joe. Um, decent FPL week, um, 60 points, mm. big win for Villa at Old Trafford. Yeah. So um, yeah, pretty content at the moment. Okay, well, mine mine was fairly middling. I got I managed to scrape over forty points in my fantasy team, a few bench points, and uh, wrong captaincy, obviously. Um, but um, yeah, and so, Brighton yeah. just missed out on going top of the entire footballing universe. Uh, but it felt like that. But uh, we'll take second, and of course, Zaha scored his customary goal against Brighton, as he always does. But yeah, ninety fifth minute. Um, but we were discussing before we came on air, uh, Mapay getting the 95th minute goal um, wasn't the greatest achievement this week. That was your team's goalkeeper, Martinez, um, with his wonderful <laughs> skills at putting Fernandez off. Um, the, uh, so we'll talk about that, whether that's got any implications for penalties um, in a bit. So I think we'll just we'll just crack on with the picks. Um, everyone is talking about Lukaku, getting Lukaku in. Do you get him in game week seven? Have you already got him in game week eight, game week nine against Norwich? Um, he's certain weeks coming up, but are there better options? So, yeah, Lukaku, he's taking on Southampton. Is he indeed the best captain pick for game week seven? Yeah, I think um, I think it's quite. It feels like quite a tough week for captaincy um, this week. There's probably a couple of standout um, candidates, and um, Lukaku being one of them. Now he didn't register a shot at the weekend, but um, this is against City, so I don't think we need to read too much into that. Um, Southampton defensively been doing okay they they mm. kept a clean sheet at city a couple of weeks ago yeah. um they only get they only conceded five shots to um to wolves at the weekend mm. was it wasn't a great display um by them what was interesting is Jimenez's goal when he kind of shrugged off the the defender and mm. then went through and slotted slotted past the keeper it felt like the kind of goal that Lukaku um could do well with and get a bit of joy with as well um, so that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think um, Lukaku a good option. I don't think it will be easy for Chelsea, um, but I think they'll control the game. I don't think Ward Prowse is quite looking um, like his best version at the mm-hmm. moment. So I think um, yeah, I think I think Lukaku's in the conversation, and um, 
probably alongside Ronaldo, who we'll discuss in a bit, is, is right up there. Yeah, I look at I look at Southampton, and I, I, I mean they have performed really well against the likes of say City. They do turn it on against the bigger teams, but um, I don't know whether Stevens will be back um, in defence. Um, but that he he suddenly turns into the uh, Italian nineteen nineties defence in one man uh, when he in certain games. Um, but also, I just I look at Lukaku against Lampton. I just think I th- as you said that Jimenez goal, Lukaku's going to score, but I don't know how many. So yes. I think I think there's a captaincy return of of six or to seven points, or possibly more. Possibly two two goals, and we're looking at someone like 12, 13, 14 points for him. Mm, so yeah. I think that says to me he's a a great option for the captaincy because I don't think yeah. he's going to blank. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't feel like a, a big win for for Chelsea, does it? But no. it, uh, but arguably every other option that we go through in this list feels a bit the same this week. Yeah. Um, so when we're in these kind of situations, a lot of, time, a lot of the time we turn to the big hitters and yeah. um, the rely- and players like Lukaku. And of course, yeah, he, yeah he, he's a uh, table coming up. Just wanted to thank some of the people who are already in the chat early on. Nearly 200 of you so far. Thanks so much for joining us. Only 13 likes. So do press that like button. Whether you like us or not, just press it away. Um, so uh, welcome to Sandy, Adam, John, Stephen, Ben, uh, John. Lots of Johns uh, exploring. Magenia, Quasi. Zim and Kudak Washi. So hopefully I've pronounced all your names correctly, especially all of the Johns there. Thanks so much for joining us. Do press the like button and we shall plough on. We've got the whipping boys table here. So who are the defences to target? So what we're looking at so far is where is Southampton. Um, we're also probably interested in who Ronaldo, who will also, um, I would imagine, get a lot of captaincy uh, attention um, and to where Everton are. So that's who Ronaldo faces. So let's have a look at the whipping boys. Okay, <laughs> business as usual. Newcastle, Norwich, Leeds, worst defences. Arsenal, I think I'm fairly there because I think this is still a bit of a hang-up, really, from some of those earlier, tougher games uh, they've got. Um, so, yeah, um, what do you think? I mean, Everton are actually pretty good. Villa, pretty good. Wolves, pretty good. Man City, still the best one. So... This is to me that Southampton mid-table. What I mean when you look at this, do, does this fill you with confidence for captaining Lukaku? Well, I think it's the, the alternative this week. I think which we'll touch on is Ronaldo. Mm. So looking at looking at those numbers, I mean, what is it? Is, is Everton um, yeah. six big chances conceded, yeah. which is I think only City have fewer. Yeah. Um, but we, at this stage of the season, we, we've got to take into account the fixtures. And I think if we look at who Everton have played, it's Norwich, Burnley, Southampton, yeah. Brighton, Leeds and Villa. So I'd argue that the majority of those mm. aren't the, the, the yeah. best of attacks. And um, I mean, maybe Man United arguably haven't yeah. got one of the best attacks at the moment. But it does feel like, like they maybe haven't been tested as much as Southampton have mm-hmm. in terms of, of their opposition because yeah. Southampton have played some very good sides yes. so far. Yeah, definitely. That's a, a point that uh, Rishi in the in the live chat was making that Everton haven't played any of the big six yet. And of course, yeah, there was that friendly yeah. in in um, the uh, uh, pre-season where Everton were absolutely annihilated by Manchester United. Yeah. Um, the, pr- the problem I noticed with Manchester United, we'll talk about it more on the Scoutcast tonight, was that Greenwood's stats were great. <laughs> but then 
when I looked at the stats, great. And then I looked at the match of the day highlights and uh, talked to a few Manchester United fans on Twitter and it wasn't so great because yeah. you've got Ronaldo and Greenwood both being massively selfish and not really acting like a team. And that didn't help either of them in terms of their own goals and us with FPL points. But um, nevertheless, perhaps they can turn that around at Everton. And yeah, I look at Everton's position there and I do think they've had easy fixtures. Um, but um, let's look at some expected goal involvement stats. Um, so let's see where Lukaku is there. Well, he's uh, this is um, all matches, so expected goal involvement. So he was doing... Um, so I think it was, you know, the you know his his start back into the Premier League has helped him. So I've done this for all matches because um, Chelsea have had tough fixtures. <laughs> so um, I think there is something to be said um, that Lukaku in easier fixtures should do better. Um, but yeah, when you look at this, what what does this tell you about the captaincy? Really, this expected goal involvement. This is for all matches. Well, I think that. Um... <laughs> You know Ronaldo there. You know you've got you've got five big chances from him, haven't you? Um, I think I think for United, I think the performances are a bit of a worry. Um, mm. I think they were they, they were they were poor against young boys, um, and they were poor against um, West Ham in the EFL Cup. But I can be forgiven. But against Villa, they, they they did struggle to to create. I think I think Ronaldo had um, had just the one shot in the box during that game. Um, so of of course that's a, a bit of a concern. And then we've got the penalties as well. Um, so we all went into that game expecting Ronaldo to to step up. We we we, we spoke about it last week. We mm. thought United would get a, a penalty. They tend to get penalties against Villa, and, and they did. But then Bruno steps up, and and so that's that's um, you know that's a blow for Ronaldo owners to to not be on penalties. My take is that I think that Bruno will remain on them now. I think the way they mm. rallied round him after yeah. he missed, I think now to take it off him now would be would seem quite odd. Yeah. Um, so I think that we I don't think we can presume that Ronaldo is suddenly going to be on them. He did share some direct free kicks with yeah. um, with, with them at the weekend. Yeah. Which is good, um, but yeah, I kind I kind of look at it, and um, yeah, the performances aren't there for United at the moment. But as we've said before, it's Ronaldo, and so um, in a week where there isn't an obvious pick, I think him and Lukaku stand out for me. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, I do. I, I I agree. I do think that Fernandez is still on penalties. I think yeah. the way he the way he spoke about it afterwards, you know, next time I'll do better. Um, when Martinez was doing his routine um, with Fernandez to put him off by by pointing at Ronaldo, Ronaldo wasn't having any of it. But not just because he was aware of the um, the something housery that was going on at the time, but I think he was also because it, it, it looked like it had been decided. I think Ronaldo is he may appear quite selfish, but he, I think he's quite a team player in terms of behind the scenes. I think he does help the younger. Um, at players. And I remember when he was a when he was a younger player himself at Manchester United. He would stay behind. I remember him and Ronaldo and um, Rio Ferdinand. Uh, sorry, him and Rooney and Rio Ferdinand. They always used to train extra afterwards, and he wanted he wanted to be part of that. And I, I, I think it would upset things if Fernandez was taken off yeah. penalties. And I think he's aware of that. And I don't think he would want to rock the boat. Having said that, he might step up and just take it off it. But it doesn't strike me as that kind of person. Um, no, 
No, and I suppose if Bruno is going to be on penalties, does he enter the conversation again? In terms of captaincy, yeah. we've kind of over, perhaps overlooked yeah. him a little bit with people shifting funds round. I don't think a lot of people own Fernandes anymore. I mean, my concern is since Ronaldo came in, mm. um, there isn't enough goal threat from open play from Fernandes. So for me, he doesn't. But if you've got a player on yeah. penalties um, with the amount that United have yeah. won in the past couple of seasons, you know, uh, there, there may be yeah. a time when uh, we even double up. Okay, and as we've said, Ever- looking at Everton's defensive stats, they've had very easy opposition, so it's hard to tell what from that. They could be amazing. They could have just had easy stats, so glass half full, glass empty. But at the moment, I own Ronaldo, not Lukaku, so Ronaldo is my captain. If I didn't, if I owned Lukaku, yeah. <laughs> it would be Lukaku. Um, if I owned both, that I would have a decision. If you own both, which one would you go for? Um... I think Ronaldo for me just edges it um, because I I don't think that Everton, that defence has been properly tested yet. Mm. And I think that Southampton have proved that they can keep it a little bit tighter. Um, I don't think there's much in it this week, if I'm being perfectly honest. I don't think there's a clear leader. But if I had to pick between the two, um, I I would probably say Ronaldo just. Oh, really? That that was because I I was thinking if I own both... um... I might Lukaku might edge it, but yeah, that's interesting what you say okay. with, with with Ronaldo. Yeah. Um, I guess that's because his, his his stats are so well. Expected goal involvement is, is broadly the same as Lukaku, but he just has seemed the Manchester United attack hasn't seemed as good, but he has seemed yeah. really on it. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll just put. I mean, we've chatted about Ronaldo. I'll just put his picture up, and there's him, him with Fernandez probably chatting about the penalties. Um, but um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, one little one little stat which I didn't mention is that set pieces may be a route to points. I think yeah. Everton's two point five xGC from set players one of the worst in the league so far. So we might again small sample size and yeah. all that, but we we might see a bit of joy from set pieces for United at the weekend. Okay, okay, that could be interesting. Um, let's move on to some other um, another other contenders. Um, so looking at um, I've got here in my notes Saar because I mean. Not just because I just got him in. Um, so the only thing that went right for me last week. Um, but um, Saar against Leeds. And the reason is because, going back to that Whipping Boys table, um, Leeds, Norwich, Newcastle are still the defences to target. I do think there will be returns. And if there's going to be a goal, surely, surely it's going to be Saar. I mean, is, is Saar against Leeds actually quite a good captaincy option? He's my vice-captain at the moment. Yeah, well, I think... Um... We we spoke about it last week. Leeds have got problems at the back in terms of injuries. Um, I think they lined up with uh, Creswell at the back at the weekend and Shackleton was at right back. I think that's easing a little bit. Strauch is back from suspension yeah. this weekend. I think there's talk of Ayling coming back in as well, possibly. Um, for Saar, I think... Um, Furpo has been playing at left back for Leeds, the new signing. I think that's a good side to attack. He always seems like the more advanced of the fullbacks, so there might be a bit of space in behind. The only concern I have with Sarah is I'm not still I'm still not completely completely convinced by their attack, Watford. Mm. Um, I know they did very well against Norwich, um, but they didn't create a great deal against Newcastle at the weekend. 
Saar feels like, I mean, we say it every week, but Saar feels like one of those players which I'm really happy to own. He's a good option, but mm. would I elevate him above some of the premiums for a captaincy pick? Not personally, but maybe that's the nature of the kind of manager I am. You know, maybe I'm yeah. a bit safe in, in that respect. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, he's my vice captain at the moment, so he's clearly in my thoughts. But yes, I agree with you um, there. Ronaldo, Lukaku, so far. Just go back to that Whipping Boys table again, just to remind people just how poor Norwich are. Um, they've conceded uh, 20 big chances and their expected goals conceded getting on for 13. Um, it's particularly their right-hand side. We had some joy last week uh, across the Fantasy Football Scout articles from yourself and um, the videos um, saying get the right winger from wherever team is playing against Norwich's left side and so and behold, and, and behold Townsend did get a lot of joy. He actually got a penalty um, uh, which was his main source of points, but he did get a mm, lot of joy. Yeah. And so there will be joy, I think, for Burnley as well. And I think the person to profit is my old favourite, Chris Wood. Chris Wood for the captaincy. What better time against Norwich? What do you reckon? Well, it's the it's the best fixture on paper, isn't mm. it? Um, I mean, Wood, uh, he, he had a goal disallowed, I think, a late one at the weekend, didn't he, against yeah. Leicester? Um Norwich did look a bit better at Everton. They, they shifted to a back three formation to try and kind of help them out defensively. Um, I wouldn't really think that that would put me off, you know, captaining someone against them going yeah. forward. Again, I think it just comes down to trust issues with Burnley. Mm. Um, are they going to, you know, Wood is the, uh, the notoriously kind of player where he'll score one goal and he'll pick up bonus because then they're usually low scoring games. Yeah. Burnley normally wick a, a one nil or something like that. Um, again, happy to own. Wouldn't consider for captaincy, but but if you're a fixtures kind of guy, this is the the one to look at. Um, yeah. I would feel a bit more confident if Cornet was fit. He's he's had a bit of an impact since he came yeah. in for Burnley. He's looked pretty good, but he went off with a hamstring injury at the weekend, so I don't know what the, the latest is on that. Um, but yeah, you, you would expect Burnley to win it, wouldn't you? Perhaps one two nil something like that. So who would play on the right wing? Would it be Goodmanson? Yeah, well, yeah, well, McNeil shifted over to accommodate Cornet, but if mm. he isn't out, then yeah, you'd probably be looking at Goodmanson right wing and then Loughton behind him at. Okay, um, at now, I'm not suggesting um, Captain Goodmanson, <laughs> but, but what I am suggesting is that Goodmanson will have joy there, so he could get some yeah. assists if Woods. Um, if you can get on yeah. the end of some things from Woods. Yeah. Getting those crosses into the box, yeah, again, which like yeah. we spoke about, um, you know, Norwich have been susceptible to that. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, good option this week. Um, yeah, there are a few more. There are a few more. So it's not it's not just um, about Ronaldo on Lukaku. There, are, as we've seen with likes of Saar and Wood as well, um, there are other options. And um, let's have a look at these fixtures because um, there was a couple of others uh, we pulled out. Now I know I know you were talking about uh, before we came on air Antonio um, against Brentford. I mean Antonio is well in terms of expected goal involvement. He's right up there, just behind Salah. He's above. Jota, Vardy, Fernandes, Ronaldo, Lukaku. I mean, he's he's a 12 million striker, isn't he? <laughs> he's got to be in the conversation each week, isn't he? Because he just keeps on delivering. Um, so ignoring the price of him, um, we have to talk about him. It was another, in terms of the numbers, another good showing at Leeds. I think he had seven shots, six mm. in the box. Left it late, but got his goal. Eight points. Yeah. I think Brentford, I mean, we've spoken about it a lot, but Brentford have looked very impressive since they, they came up. Um, they look very, very good in that 3-5-2 shape. Um, Liverpool got chances, though, at the weekend. Um, 
the, the thing with Brentford is they do commit bodies forward as well. Mm. So there probably will be space for West Ham to attack. Um, and I think, yeah, I think probably behind um, Lukaku and Ronaldo, he, he's probably in that next tier of the, yeah. the, the best options this week. Um, would you would you captain him, Joe? Or? I think, I mean, it, uh, I might vice-captain him. It's between him mm. and Zaha for the vice-captain. I mean, having Ronaldo and if I had Lukaku, I just can't see past them. Yeah. this week because yeah. I would expect a reaction from Manchester United I don't think mm. the Everton defence is as good as the Villa defence despite what the stats say just what the eye test says Villa Villa look I know they're your team so I would, would say this well, to pander to you but yeah. they're, they are they are looking better <laughs> well we've looked better since we went to three at the back yeah. so um, yeah and yeah it, we, we did look um, I, don't, I don't know if Everton will um offer that same kind of um, defensive performance this weekend no, no definitely um, and of course um, Jimenez finally got off the mark um, and he's against Newcastle so the mantra is target Leeds target Norwich target Newcastle uh, whoever you captain there yeah. might score yeah. um, very good chance of it so Jimenez against Newcastle what do you reckon um, yeah, I mean, it was good to good to see Jimenez score, wasn't it, at the um, the weekend? Um, he's been taking a lot of shots this season. His 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 xG isn't great. I don't think the quality of chances have been that good. But he's the he, he feels a bit like the talisman for Wolves. He'll he'll be on penalties. Um, and I think you know the Wolves went in with a new setup at the weekend. They put Wang in and they put Podence in behind um, Jimenez. Um, so they're kind of getting used to that a new kind of setup. Um, yeah. He looks a very good option this week in terms of, of playing mm. him. Again, I wouldn't consider him for captaincy, but but a decent option for your front line. Um, we tipped him as a differential a couple of weeks ago, and he, he came good at the weekend. So uh, you just hope that that, yeah. that that goal will give him a bit of a springboard now to kick on. So um, and any any other the fixtures appeal for the captaincy? I mean, in the old days we'd have said Spurs against Villa, but. Spurs, well, Spurs attacks the worst, and Villa's defense is one of the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had it down on my list, um, Kane and Son, but yeah, I mean, Spurs are nineteenth for XG, twentieth for shots. Yeah. There's no structure to the midfield at the moment. Villa look more solid in that that back three setup, yeah. so I think it's um, yeah. I, I don't think we're going to be looking at Spurs this weekend. Salaris against City. Um, of course, Salah can return. You know, he got 10 points against Chelsea when he scored the penalty yeah. recently. But has he got the ceiling of others? Probably not. Um, and then Vardy at Palace. Mm. Um, but again, Palace, you will have known from watching the game yeah. last night, Joe, that Palace mm. look a different... They're improving under Vieira, aren't they? Yeah. They're keeping, keeping the ball better, more threat um, going mm. forwards. Um, the new centre-backs are looking pretty good for them I think so I'm not sure if that's the game I'd look at um, and Rafinha as well at home against Watford the injury the ongoing injury issues with him though yeah. make, makes it a bit risky I think yeah definitely I mean there's lots of options there like as you mentioned with Vardy against Palace but there are I think you mentioned it right at the start there's caveats with them all really yeah. um, and I think in terms of pure fixtures Antonio mm, no no it's not Antonio because Brent, Brentford defence I quite like um, I, yeah, I, I guess it's hard. Jimenez, Saar, yeah, yeah, and Chris Wood. <laughs> but if you're a form yeah. kind of person, then Ronaldo, Lukaku. Yeah, I just, um, I just think in these weeks when 
there isn't anything obvious. My my position throughout playing an FPL is trust the big hitters in yeah. these weeks because um, there's so much uncertainty around the other fixtures that um, that's what I'll be doing anyway. But like you say, if you if you are a real fixtures play, then um, then maybe size your size your option. Um, yeah, um, and Liverpool, Man City. I mean, it's a no go for me. I would imagine they're playing each yeah. other. I don't know what's what that's going to be, but you know there have been goals in this fixture before, so. Yeah, although you just sort of the way that City shut down Chelsea at the yeah. weekend. I mean, that defence is just on another level mm. right now. So going in with somebody like Salah or Mane, it feels risky. And then the the, the problem is with looking for City is who do you captain at City? Yeah. Again, there's that that issue that um, Torres seems to have dropped out now, doesn't he? Yeah. De Bruyne is back in, um, but are you gonna are you gonna pay out for a premium who isn't on penalties? Yeah. In this kind of matchup, I think we might talk about De Bruyne from the following week, from game week eight, a bit more when the fixtures ease. But for this week, no, not for me. And I'd like to see how it's set up with Grealish and him a bit more, because yeah. I do quite like yeah. Grealish. Grealish has looked me too. Me um, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously Villa fan, <laughs> but yeah, Gre- yeah. But, but I think but in this setup, in this setup, I think he's he, looking good. He is. Yeah. He's. He's taking shots. He's. He is the guy yeah. that is. Is I thought Grealish might be an assister of the assist. But he's actually looks like the assister. <laughs> he looks like the scorer as yes. well. And I'd like to see a little yeah. bit more of how of the dynamic with him and De Bruyne. Um, but if De Bruyne say a false nine, Jesus on one side and Grealish on the other, well, wow, <laughs> value. Um, yeah, he, he seems to be start. He seems to be a week in, week out starter. Of course, there's going to be a, of course there's going to be a bit of rotation with him. But um, he does feel like. If I was on a wild card this week, I think um, he'd be in for me. I think Grealish. Yeah, definitely. Um, anyone? Just before we go, anyone else to mention? I think we've we've scraped the the bottom of the the wood barrel. I think we have. Yeah, we've spoken. Yeah, yeah. With Chris Wood, we've definitely yeah. got the uh, <laughs> those options, haven't we? So. Yeah, definitely. Um, so in the meantime, thanks again, everyone, for joining us. Tom, Luke, Harry, uh, Christopher, I'm Barry, and many, many more. Um, thank you for smashing that like button. Um, please continue to smash it away. And um, but in the meantime, good luck, everyone who's watched um, with uh, your captain decision this week. Um, good luck those listening on the podcast version, and good luck if you're watching back to this video and of course Tom good luck to you on your captaincy decision